As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, welcome into the latest edition to hear that podcast, Growlin. Paul Inner Jr. of The Athletic here for the walkout as we wrap up a night where the Cincinnati Bengals opened the preseason with a 36-19 loss to the Green Bay Packers. If you're counting things like wins and losses in the preseason, I hope you're not. Uh, but there's you know a bunch of stuff to get over in this one uh, because this wasn't exactly um, devoid of storylines. And we knew that three and a half hours before tonight even started uh, when we had Joe Burrow on the field, throwing, running, doing all those things. Uh, And so you end up with uh, the very beginning opening up what everybody wants to know about. And that's, hey, guess what? Number nine looks okay. Number nine looks just fine. The things that we've been telling you, everything that we've been hearing, What everybody here in the building had been suggesting, which is that there was nothing but calm surrounding the Burrow situation. Nobody thought it was going to be a huge deal. Of course, that wasn't totally the case Uh, nationally is, you know, Jamar Chase's comments caused a stir. And then people are talking about all kinds of how many weeks is he going to miss? Inevitably, what you saw was Joe Burrow throwing the ball down the field, even dropping back, running sideline to sideline. This is the stuff that had been happening behind closed doors that all the coaches and staff here knew the progress looked good. And so that's why their tone and their approach to it was, this seems fine. No no major concern. No big deal in the grand scheme of things when it comes to Burrow. Uh, so man, what a way to start your preseason, huh? Uh, all the worries and concerns of what exactly was going to happen and how Joe Burrow was going to look. And let's not pretend that this wasn't on purpose. Um, when you're talking about three and a half hours for a game, Burrow could go do his workout that he did anywhere. He could have done it underneath the stadium, the backfields. He could have gone to the practice fields. He could have gone down to the practice facility indoors and thrown the ball as far as he wanted to, ran wherever he wanted to. 
Joe Burrow came out in front of cameras and people and did his workout. That should tell you the message he was trying to send. That should tell you the way he feels, in case you couldn't judge that by the videos that you saw the way he was running around and throwing the ball and everything else. So really, that's one of the biggest things I think that you take away from this, which is, hey, Joe Burrow looks good. But that was the news before the game. Hope y'all saw that, understand that, and we can good. And then we can talk about what happened with football. A bunch of stuff there. Yeah, if you guys have a few questions that you want me to get to, I will. But this is still the walkout. So I'm going to kind of just go through some of my thoughts on some things that we saw and what stood out today. I don't know how you don't start with the safety room. And we can we can get negative. You know, I mean, we always can get negative. But it, look, we're just getting started. Preseason game one. I don't want to start negative. We, we got time for that. Let's start with the positive here. And that is the turnover to youth in the safety room might be in pretty good hands. You had Dax Hill playing more snaps than we've seen a starter, projected starter, play um, under Zach Taylor. And looked pretty darn good doing it. It was exactly what we saw him doing last preseason. The last preseason, he played. He looked like a starter among backups. Had interception, pass breakups. He was making plays all over the field. This looked like that too. Look, the going hash to sideline of Jordan Love trying to hit Christian Watson on a go ball to save DJ Turner as he kind of got beat is exactly the type of player they envisioned Dax Hill being. Speed, anticipation, recognition. And after the game, you know, he kind of talked about, look, I. That's one he almost would would have liked to have picked. But, yeah, that's part of who he is. And sitting back and, and, uh, you know, having to do all the different positions last year or whatever, you can just sense him being back there and feeling comfortable. They had him playing close to the line a lot. But when he's back there, you you could see the speed. You could feel the team speed. And same for Turner. You know, we saw the speed on Turner on the pass breakup in the flat. Had a really nice PBU on the fourth and five at super athletic play. Um, but really the safety room, you start with Dax playing and you know, you can take that as an insult. If you're Dax Hill, how are you reacting? Really? All 21 other starters are sitting and I got to go play. And Zach Taylor pointed out after the game. Yeah. Cause Dax needs the reps. He didn't play all. He wasn't a starter all last season. He needs the reps. He needs to go out there and work. A little surprise. Nick Scott wasn't out there working with him. If not just for continuity's sake, but Obviously, they feel really comfortable with Nick Scott, and they need to see some things from Dax Hill. I think they saw him tonight, and uh, that was a really good sign. And then how do you not talk about Tyson Anderson? Great anticipation on the pick six. Shows off his speed and athleticism. Boom. Then rips the ball away from Tucker Craft uh, for a second interception. I mean, he's the forgotten man. Fifth round pick last year, stashed on IR with the preseason hamstring, and now he comes out here and, and he, he's making plays immediately. Jordan Battle made a play with a PBU that could have they were trying to sneak a touchdown in on him. Um, you know, the more watch you can say watch the tape as we heard uh, people talk about afterwards on a number of different players, but you can see all those safeties out there making plays. You could see their speed. You could kind of feel the youth movement. 
Are they going to be Bates and Bell anytime soon? I don't know that you can say that, but man, you like the youth and depth, depth they turned over there. I don't know how you watch that tonight and not feel really encouraged about that room. Um, let's talk a little bit on the other side here. Um, the corners were a problem. I thought DJ Turner played okay, but you know, if Dax Hill saves him on that deep ball, I thought DJ Turner played fine. I, I don't have a problem with him. I think one, two, three, four feel good. I think you saw a pretty clear tear drop off after four tonight where they've got this fifth and probably six corners you assume they're going to keep, where they got to sift through it, man. And there was just a lot of bad. Um, and they were trying Allen George out at slot, which is kind of a sense of, look, they want – if, if Allen George is going to be able to stay. He's able to be versatile. He's potentially going to need to take Jalen Davis. I mean, Jalen Davis is your backup corner. They like Jalen Davis as your backup slot. If Alan George is going to find a way to stick around, he's going to try to do that. That that experiment failed. Alan George struggled mightily as a slot corner. Uh, had the slot fade DPI that set up one. Another guy, you know, players were wide open. It, it just wasn't good. Sidney Jones, you know, veteran, gets himself into position on a couple of plays, but can't make the play on the ball. Can't get his head around. Can't knock the ball down. The touchdown to Dobbs. Had another third down conversion. Jaden Reen kind of goes over top of him. Can't make the play on the ball. You know, Jones started out all right in camp, but what we've seen is it's kind of faded, and and this was a continuation of what the last week has kind of been for him. We've just seen he hasn't been able to make those final plays, um, so that hasn't been super. Um, you know, as you as you go down that line, uh, you you just you weren't seeing enough plays out of there and so it makes you wonder where where are those players going to come from who's it going to be um i thought that was disappointing to see that looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Um, we got to talk about the offensive line depth for the again, like because we always do. And it was really there were a couple interesting things tonight. I know everyone wants to talk about Jackson Carmen. He's a hot button topic, and he was truly abysmal in the fourth quarter. I mean, some plays you would expect out of an undrafted free agent in their first game, not you know, a third-year, second-round draft pick who's played meaningful snaps. But it was weird because Carmen came in and he played the first half, and he wasn't awful. It was okay. 
Um, and in fact, Chris Evans' long run, Jackson Carmen blows open the hole to the left, blows open the hole on the right side. I mean, he really almost single-handedly kind of got that thing open with some help. Nice block from Trey Hill and Tanner Hudson. But, I mean, Carmen did a really nice job there. Um, he wasn't terrible in pass pro. And then he went to the bench. Even Denningy came in. Deontay Smith had played three quarters. And then all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, we saw Carmen need to go back out there. And it was as if he kind of mentally checked himself out, thinking he was only going to play the half because he just seemed almost out of it out there. And so, you you know, it's – you just got to say, at what, at what, where are we at with this? At what point is this something that's going to happen? You're out here. You were originally potentially going to be in competition for a right tackle, something that was never a competition. They never really thought it would be a competition. As long as Jonah Williams came in, it was fine. He has been more than fine. He didn't even play tonight. That made it official, what we have known for a while now, which is that he's a guy. And, and Carmen's out here getting looking lost in the fourth quarter of the first preseason game. That's That's not great. But he wasn't the only one. I mean, there were a number of different guys that just aren't cutting it. So now you look and say, hey, it's right back there again. And no team loves their offensive line depth necessarily. It's not like you're talking about uh, a league full of teams that have so many good backup guards and tackles. Um, but you just, you'd like to see, you'd like to see better. Deontay Smith had a couple of moments. He had some bad moments, ups and downs. And, yeah, we can, yeah, that's one of those where they'll go back. I think you, you can kind of review the tape a little bit, a little bit more before you comment in the moment, but just a lot of pressure, a lot of, a lot of not great. Uh, when you're, when you're talking about that and you wonder, will that be a problem again? You love the front five. You love the front five. The best front five Burroughs had. When you get past that, how much, how often are you going to see what you saw tonight? It's, it's a question that they're going to need to answer. Um, I've got a list of some other ups and downs here to kind of go through. Um, I will, uh, I'll go through some of these questions, a few questions here. So who gets cut from the group of Alan, George, DJ Ivy and Sidney Jones. Yeah. I didn't mention Ivy. He had some ugly moments too. Um, things that you'd like to look better. Um, you know, I, I would think they hold on to Ivy there. He's a pick. They probably can stash George Jones. They're probably willing to live with if he ends up leaving. There's still time, but if I was doing it today, Ivy would be my sixth with Jalen Davis and DJ Turner. Um, That's probably the way it goes. I mean, they don't like to cut picks, man. And Ivy's looked really good in camp. Really good. He just had his struggles at times tonight. Um, I don't, I don't think they'd be wanting to turn, turn their back on that. Um, we've got coach Lou can't possibly be happy. Not much intensity or great tackling. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you could certainly sense the frustration during the game and it built up. And then when you end up with the 80 yard run on a basic handoff, right up the middle, again, you have third string safeties. Um, trying to make plays and doing them poorly. You know, Larry Brooks, Marvell Tell, out of position, out of their gaps, dude, letting a dude run 80 yards. There's frustration there. But, you know, that's 
it's preseason game one. I think there's a lot to be learned from that. Um, who is the third down back? These guys were getting mollywopped. Yeah, I mean, the third down back is absolutely as wide open as anything that I can remember even in some time in a camp. I mean, they just don't, I don't know they have a ton of answers. Chase Brown, um, I don't know that they view him as their third down back, but he did look good in some checkdowns, made some nice plays in the passing game, made guys miss, catching the ball out of the backfield. He ends up with seven for 49, including the 33 – or no. That's Evan, 7 for 39 rushing, excuse me, catching the ball, Chase Brown, 3 for 33 with a 21-yarder. But I thought he looked pretty good catching the ball. Pass pro is, is another thing. You know, Evans Evans looked okay. It's hard. You know, you want to go back and rewatch some of the pass pro reps, but um, it's just so open. I just don't know that they for sure have the answer. I don't get the sense that they're currently poking around free agency. Maybe tonight will change that. They're still waiting for Travion Williams to come back and potentially be that guy. It just still feels so wide open. I don't know that they feel like they have a lot of answers. Uh, Andrew W., no way Yoshvash gets cut. Yeah, I mean, absolutely not. In what world would anyone be cutting under Yoshvash right now? Looks fantastic. Um, they targeted the crap out of him. And that's as much a testament to the receiver he's been. And they were talking about that a little bit with with him after the game. And he's like, yeah, you know, you, you can sense the faith that quarterbacks have in him to try to go up and make a play. I mean, he's targeted 10 times tonight. And he ends up four receptions for 50 yards. He nearly had that jump ball in the end zone for the touchdown. The quarterbacks look – that's where you need to look. When you want to know how a guy's been playing, how, where it stands, look where the quarterback goes when there's one-on-ones. They went to Yoshivash over and over again. I thought he looked good with strong hands catching the ball. Run after the catch was pretty good tonight at times. Um, I liked it. I like. I like. I mean, I don't know how you don't like what you're seeing from Yoshivash. He's in. He's he, absolutely. There's there's no shot that they would be letting him go right now. As good as he's been, um, you know, you get the question of what will become of Stanley Morgan. Um, who is a everyone's favorite teammate, special teams, ace. I think he's an ace status. I don't know if he's Maven or ace at this point, but you're talking about um, a tough decision potentially to have to make there. Would they keep seven receivers? I don't know. Um, so we, we'll have to see how that all falls. Trent Irwin's not going anywhere. Charlie Jones isn't going anywhere. Yoshivash isn't going anywhere. So it's either seven receivers or cut Stanley Morgan. Maybe Stanley's a guy they think they can sneak on the practice squad. I don't know. But worth worth keeping an eye on because it's got to come out of somewhere. Good problems to have. Good problems to have. Um, yeah, mentioning Fournette and Elliott. Uh, again, I think Fournette would be the most likely. I mean, he had a ton of work as Tom Brady's guy in pass pro um, and on third downs. And you can trust to come in and try to catch the ball. I just, I just don't know that they're currently sniffing in that direction. I think they're, they're looking in other places. I don't, I don't feel like they're there right now, but uh, we'll see how that pans out. Um, a few other people I want to highlight real quick: Dominique Davis, defensive tackle number seventy-two. He has the pressure that basically forces the Tyson Anderson interception. 
you know, you have Clifford kind of thrown off his back foot and rushing the throw, not really paying attention because he had Davis coming right in his face. And David had a couple other pressures where he was just pushing people. Really nice. And it had uh, also had a uh, fumble recovery. A really nice day for Davis. I, I thought, you know, he really looked disruptive back there. And, and like like a guy, and when we talk about them potentially looking for answers uh, behind DJ Reader, I'm not saying he's DJ Reader or Josh Tupo or anybody like that. Um, but they're looking for answers back there. When you're talking about potential depth, even if it's back on a practice squad, and I thought I thought Davis showed pretty well. I, 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 he was he was notable. Um, the quarterbacks are bad. They're bad. I don't want to say. It's not good. And to think that Trevor Simeon and Jake Browning could come in and, and, and seem this lost and inaccurate and turn the ball over. You could sense the frustration after the game from Zach Taylor. You know, I mean, stating, look, it's, it's the jobs of the quarterbacks to go out there and not turn the ball over go out there and put the ball in the end zone, and they didn't do any of that tonight. They threw picks, wild throws, couldn't get the ball in the end zone. You could, you could sense a frustration there, and I think I think that's coming. What, does that mean – what does that mean? Is that, hey, who's out there? Is there other quarterbacks out there they can bring into camp that you consider behind Burrow? Or you just assume that you're screwed if Burrow can't play anyway, so who cares? I don't know. I'd like to think that they're interested in looking elsewhere, but I think they're going to let Browning and, and Simeon kind of keep trying to work it out. Uh, maybe Brandon Allen shakes loose in San Francisco. I don't see them going and paying any kind of real money for a backup. It's available, but um, maybe one more game of watching that happen uh, would change their opinion because that wasn't quite it tonight. Um. Those are some of the the big ones. I'll go to Mike R here. What position group concerns you the most about this team? Doesn't seem like they have many holes regarding starters, but depth is a concern to every team. Yeah, O line depth I think has to stand out to you tonight. Still, I, I still I still think you're concerned there. Um, you're right. They don't. I mean, they don't have many holes. I don't know what's happening at third down running back. It still feels like a missed opportunity for them to have not brought somebody in. They still seem kind of just kind of hoping there. I still don't really know what tight end's going to give them. Tanner Hudson, you know, had some nice plays tonight, but he gets hurt. Uh, Joe Bocci got hurt. No update on him. Talking to people after the game. Um, so I think those are the, t- the those are the ones that stand out. Everything else is in pretty good hands, uh, but you can't. They've got a long way to go in in some of the depth pieces, uh, but they're it, but that's everybody does this time of year. Everybody does. The bottom line is, from a starter standpoint, from a total talent standpoint, they're in a great place. I think the storyline of tonight, outside of hey, there's Joe Burrow, everything looks fine. Um, it was the safeties. And it's just well, how much time, how much oxygen did we use this off season talking about? can this safety group turn over? And I think to, to see the depth there, to see the youth there, to see the speed and the athleticism, see Dax Hillman look good and make plays, 
to feel confident about the direction of that position, I think is a big deal and, and an encouraging development uh, for the team tonight. So, all right, that's kind of running through it. Hope you appreciated uh, the walk as we get into the season. Of course, Dave will be joining me as we get going with a lot of these. So we'll do, do a lot of them in here in the live room fashion. If you like that, let us know. If you like having a live room after a game, place to listen, uh, you know, right as you're taking it all in still. And let us know if you like those. If you prefer not, if you prefer us to not do this, especially at uh, 1130 at night, uh, let us know too. Uh, we're we're going to be, you know, I'd like to do these as live rooms, you guys, as the year goes on. Um, but if you if you guys uh, don't think they work as well, then let us know. Hey, we're here. Work in progress on it. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks to everybody uh, for listening. Hope you enjoyed the game tonight. Have a good evening. Enjoy the weekend. We'll have plenty more stuff coming your way uh, as, as the weekend goes on. We're back at it. And then uh, preseason game in Atlanta is the next game next weekend. So. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good one.